Streaming has gotten way too complicated, but you can hack the system with Prime Video. It has everything in one app with one password. See Roadhouse and the National Women's Soccer League both included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report sports add-on. Or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. Prime Video. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. Feeling like you need a punch of energy? Enter Wonderful Pistachios. I love them. The snack that packs a protein punch, and the best part, they come in so many flavors and so many sizes. Whether you're on the go or chilling at home, Wonderful Pistachios, they're the go-to snack for me. Here's the real kicker. The protein. These little wonders are one of the highest protein nuts out there. Just one ounce serves up a whopping six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. So visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. I love them. Thanks for listening to the Herd Podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday on Fox Sports Radio at noon to 3 Eastern, 9 a.m. to noon Pacific. Find your local station for the herd at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching Fox Sports Radio or FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. All right, it is a Tuesday live in Los Angeles. It's the herd. Wherever you may be and wherever you may be listening, thanks for making us part of your day on a Tuesday. One hour from now, the herd hierarchy, what to do with the Miami Dolphins. What a mess that was. <laughs> J-Mac, um, don't love them putting games on at the same time, but I will say, Watching Tommy DeVito oh. and that story. Come on. <laughs> Brian Dayball and the Giants are on a heater on their third quarterback. What, what is this, like the Jeremy Lin story part two? Like a comet hits the New York Giants and they're a interested? This guy's not in the league in two years. Come on, bro. Well, let's talk about this. So quarterbacks get hurt all the time. And you have to use a backup quarterback. Sometimes, like San Francisco last year, you get to a third quarterback. Or this year, the New York Giants. You're on a third quarterback. That's the reality of the NFL. (laughs) Right? You know, even the great ones. Lamar Jackson's been banged up. Now Justin Herbert's out. Joe Burrow's out. Using a backup quarterback is a reality. Over 50 quarterbacks going to play this year. So Zach Wilson. Let's take the two New York teams. Zach Wilson is a number two pick. Big-time talent. Has a number one wide receiver, but he's got a defensive head coach. Now, he had a nice weekend this weekend, but his number's on the year with a defensive coach because he was inserted into this lineup as a backup to Aaron Rodgers. 60% completion percentage, 78 passer rating, seven touchdowns, six picks. Tommy DeVito, undrafted, is the third quarterback being used. He's a third stringer, may not be in the league in a couple years. No number one receiver. With an offensive coach, 67% completion percentage. A passer rating at 106, 7 TDs, 1 pick. And last night, 
It's happening all over the league. The Colts, Cleveland. Cleveland's on their fourth. The Giants, a defensive coach has to use a backup. Disaster. Embarrassing. Man overboard. An offensive coach has to, wins and productive. 11 of the 14 playoff teams this morning have an offensive head coach. Brian Dayball has won a game with three average quarterbacks, maybe below average. Daniel Jones, Tyrod Taylor, and Tommy DeVito. Minnesota, Cleveland, Cincinnati, the Colts, all using backups and all viable. I mean, Danny, Tommy DeVito's on a heater. <laughs> what the hell's going on? Mike Tomlin, defensive coach, gets Mitch Trubisky. A first-round pick, made the playoffs twice. Unwatchable. Mac Jones, first-rounder. Bailey Zappi, New England. Unwatchable. Turn the TV off. Chargers, hire a defensive coach. Justin Herbert has regressed. I mean, come on. The la Why is this happening? Because in the last 20 years of the NFL, it doesn't even look like it looked like 20 years ago. Offensive coaches are defined by their innovation. It's their life. It's their lifestyle. Constantly adapting, constantly evolving. That's what you have to do to survive and get better jobs as an offensive coach. There is no same old thing. It doesn't exist. You are judged against Shanahan and McVay. You're judged against offensive guys every week. You're not as smart, not as much motion, not as many bunch sets. You have to adapt or die as an offensive coach, and that's exactly what Brian Dayball has done this year. He's had complete, utter quarterback disruption. Doesn't matter. They don't have a number one receiver. Doesn't matter. The right tackle they loved. Didn't play. Doesn't matter. This is what offensive coaches do. San Francisco last year. Trey Lance played. Jimmy Garoppolo played. Brock Purdy played. They got to the NFC Championship. They may have won it. They just ran out of quarterbacks. I mean, they just ran out of quarterbacks. Sean McVay won a game last year. Baker Mayfield had one practice. Minnesota, Kevin O'Connell won a game this year with Josh Dobbs. They had no practices. You give a defensive coach a backup quarterback situation, it is man overboard. Seattle right now, four-game losing streak. Steelers unwatchable. Patriots, ditto. Brian Dayball's got Tommy DeVito on a heater. And it's Dayball. It's Shanahan. It's McVay, Kevin Stefanski, Arthur Smith, Kevin O'Connell, Shane Steichen, Zach Taylor, time and time and time again. So you owners and GMs, take a good, hard look at last night. It is happening all over the league. Defensive players are getting bigger, stronger, more violent, right? Bigger, stronger collisions. Faster collisions, more stars getting hurt. What side of the ball is your coach? Because he's going to have to go to a backup. Even the big guys. Herbert's now hurt. Lamar Jackson, the fast guys, he got hurt last two years. Matt Stafford, big, strong guy. He's been banged up. With an offensive coach, you can still be productive. You can flourish. You can be competitive. What Brian Dayball's doing is pretty remarkable. One with Daniel, one with Tyrod, winning with Tommy DeVito. You do not see that on the defensive side very often. You see it weekly in the NFL on the offensive side 
What a fun game. Here's Brian Dayball after. Third game of over 100 quarterback rating. Made good decisions, took care of the ball, used him in the run game. Um, just keep developing him. He's, he's improving, still got stuff to work on, but earned the right to play today, and he earned the right to play um, the next week. You know, he's kid's done a good job. What was the conversation like uh, with Tommy you know, on the last drive, trying to keep his composure and stuff up? Yeah, you don't have to worry about that. He keeps his composure. There's really nothing. Here's a couple plays we like. Go out there and rip that son of a <laughs> Pretty simple. <laughs> I love that guy. All right, let's talk Miami Dolphins. I can't quit the Dolphins. You guys wonder why I don't trust the Dolphins. They're the spray tan of the NFL. Great briefly, then eventually disappear. I mean, it just cracks me up. But I still think they're a good team. Last night was a disaster. But they're 8-0 when Tyreek Hill has over 100 yards, and there's a lack of good corners in the NFL. So Tyreek Hill is going to have over 100 yards a lot. Last night he got banged up. They're 1-4 when he does it. But, I mean, Miami at home last night, this is why I have so much doubt about Miami, but I still can't quit them because they were even gifted two touchdowns by Tennessee. Not a very good team that hadn't won a road game. They muffed a punt by the Titans. Just a mess. So you get a cheap one there, and then they uh, that bad pitch play, you get another one. So Miami leads 27-13 with 4.30 left against a rookie second-round quarterback, a last-place team that doesn't have a road win. And they vomit all over themselves. <laughs> this is what Miami does. They're the flashiest offense in the NFL. It is an offensive league. They have the fastest receiver on the planet. They have a more-than-capable, accurate quarterback and a brilliant offensive coach. What am I supposed to do with last night? You don't think they're going to win the rest of the year? It's just why I've had so many doubts. They're the speedboat. Waters get a little rocky. Get on your life preserver. It's not going to be pretty. But I can't quit them because they're fast, they're unique, and they have matchup issues that, I mean, you just have to be honest here. Tyreek Hill, good, 8-0. and And how many teams match up with them? I mean, the Jets have good corners. Denver's got a really good one. But there's a huge shortage in the NFL. A lot of GMs now around the NFL, they don't want to draft corners high. It doesn't matter anymore. You can't, you can't defend. You can't touch. You can't stop great receivers. So why waste a first, second-round pick on a cornerback? I mean, the Dolphins are the perfect team for Miami. A lot of speed, a lot of, you know what I mean, a lot of flash, a lot of fun. Uh, they don't have a second pitch. Uh, the defense was not good at the end of the game, although Vic Fangio's a very good coordinator. The offense, though, let's be honest, you can blame the Miami defense, but they're spending their money on mostly offense, and so the offense has to get first downs, and this was a physical team in Tennessee, and they don't do terribly well against physical teams. I've seen it time and time again, but am I supposed to quit them? <laughs> I can't. I look at the AFC right now, I kind of like Kansas City. I really like Baltimore. I don't know what I get from Buffalo. And Miami can blow you out if, if they're a favorite. They got a little Dallas Cowboy feel to them without the defense and without the toughness. I mean, they vomited all over themselves. It happens. This, this is a long season. I mean, it was, you know, it's just cra crazy stuff happens. And that was crazy. But would you be shocked if they won a couple of playoff games? Not really. I wouldn't. AFC's not as good as I thought. I wouldn't. Last night was a disaster and probably a horrible night's sleep for their head coach. There's a lot of people that are going to be, uh, it's going to be tough to go to sleep tonight, including myself. So 
Um, that, that, that's not something that you can do and expect to, um, uh, to win football games. And uh, you can't. Uh, it's a hard, hard lesson, but no league safe. Um, and, uh, you know, I, I think that's, that's one of the tougher parts about it. They've got the right coach. They play in a great city. They've got a great weapon. The quarterback's more than capable. I still think they'll win a playoff game or two. It was just an awful four and a half minutes. It happens. What are you going to do? 8-0 when Tyreek Hill explodes. He does about every other week. I still think they win a bunch of games. This stuff happens in the National Football League. Love the coach. Love Tyreek Hill. Love so much about him. I just don't trust him. Uh, by the way, Ian Rappaport reporting Justin Herbert, Charger quarterback, out for the year. Surgery on a broken right finger. Will not play again. Uh, guaranteeing a lack of success and probably a coaching change. With I mean, you can say what you want about the Dolphins. Would you want to be the Chargers? They don't even have the right coach. The quarterback's hurt. Right? So it's like, you, you look if you're Miami this morning, you didn't sleep very well. There's a lot of teams in far worse shape. J-Mac, it was a crazy ending. But, uh, wait um, a second. Wait a second. Wait, wait. Miami Dolphins are going to win a couple playoff games, maybe, you said? Maybe? Are we sure they're getting to the playoffs? I'm going to read the schedule to you. All right, go ahead. Go ahead. They're home against the Jets this weekend. They're going to win. Well, is Tyreek Hill playing? I mean, he missed half the game last night. Ankle's going to swell up for sure. We'll see. <laughs> well, let's, let, that's a, let's slow I mean, down It looked bad, man. Uh, then they got the Cowboys, Colin. That's probably an L. Then they got at Baltimore in uh, New Year's Eve at Baltimore. Win, is that win, an L Winnable. Rams should have beaten them. Winnable. What's the next one? And then they host the Buffalo Bills, who will be fighting for their playoff lives in Miami. Well, yeah, that's a very that, negative... I mean, they could I, go 0-4 to end the season. Let's be realistic. It's not Tim Boyle out there starting quarterback anymore, okay? We got Zach Wilson. They could also go 4-0. No, stop it. I will take that bet. I'll give you odds if you want to. <laughs> they're not going 4-0 against I mean, Are they beating Dallas, Colin? Well, listen. This Tyreek Hill situation bears monitoring because they looked awful without him. Yeah. Like, well, yeah, and all the Tua fanboys. Yeah. There's a lot of Tua fanboys. Folks, he's completely dependent on that coach and that receiver. That's what Tua is. He is completely dependent on Tyreek Hill and Mike McDaniel scheming up Tyreek Hill. Yeah. That's the offense. And you want to go pay Tua a lot of money in this offseason? You saw what he looked like without Tyreek Hill. Well, and you've I know seen what he looks like. You've seen what he looks like with physical teams. That's you know the, Brock Purdy, let's be real. No, I mean, it's, a, it's a really good point. Brock Purdy, to me right now, I would take him over Tua in a heartbeat. Of course. I mean, Brock Purdy. He is uh, statistically the best quarterback well, in the league by every measure this but, uh, season. But it, it, it's, uh, you know, again... I, I like Tua, but it, it's context. Basically, if you shut down Tyreek Hill, this team doesn't win games. I know Vrabel's a good coach, Colin, but that defense has been torched by everyone. Yeah. Everyone. And Tua could do nothing. Be sure to catch live editions of The Herd weekdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio, FS1, and the iHeartRadio app. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.
Angie's List is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Gotta get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. With just a few taps on the app, you can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. It's your one-stop shop. Angie can help you find the best price for your project by comparing quotes from multiple pros in just a few taps or book services at an upfront price based on local data. They get the difficulties that can come with home projects. They get it. Why not make it as simple as possible? Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com or download the app today. Hi, it's the Herd. The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. It's easy, 90 seconds. Use the code HERD, H-E-R-D. That's code HERD for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. Only on DraftKings, the crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus, age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.co slash for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Well, welcome back, Green Bay faithful. Kind of freaking out. Don't. This team is going to win its remaining four games. Green Bay is fine. Last night, we had said yesterday it was going to be a little choppy. First of all, Green Bay is the youngest team in the NFL. Big mood swings. Great halves, bad halves. It's what young teams do. Uh, also, they just beat the Super Bowl champs at home. They're feeling themselves. Uh, they go on the road. They're now a favorite. They're not surprising the Chiefs or surprising the Lions or upsetting the Chargers, right? A lot of people want Herbert over Love in that game. No, that's not that. They were a favorite last night on the road. Monday night football, total target. And so this is the growing pains of being a really young football team. I really like Green Bay. I think they're going to be fine. Jordan Love drives them down the field. Uh, you know, had one touchdown pass called back, had another touchdown pass. You know, he was inches and a foot down here and a foot down there from multiple uh, more touchdown passes. I thought Jordan Love did just fine. This is a really young team. You got fooled a little by him because the Chargers, oh, it ends up they're awful. And the Lions defense, oh, yeah, it's been reeling against everybody for the last month. And Kansas City's a good team. Uh, Green Bay got a bit of an officiating break at the end of the game, and the Chiefs have holes, and they're trying to figure out what they are. So that doesn't look quite as impressive as it did. But they're wins, and uh, the Packers, like a little puppy, you know, adorable at its best, turn your back, they chew up the couch. This is what they did last night. They go in there, you think they're a favorite, they got the better team, they're twitchy, they've got good receivers. I like what I see here, but they are 6-7 and seven for a reason. Growing pains. They were bad in October. Uh, the defense has had some great Sundays and Mondays, but then also last night, Tommy DeVito marched up and down the field in the second half. 
So I think Green Bay's really going to be fine. I really do. I really like Green Bay in their next four games. Tampa, they'll beat them. At Carolina, at Minnesota, I like those wins. And then Chicago, I think Green Bay goes 4-0, finishes the year 10-7. and And that would be unbelievable. Aaron Rodgers, first year. He sat three years like Jordan Love. Aaron Rodgers, first year, 6-10. and His first year as a starter. Jordan Love's first year as a starter. My prediction today, they'll go 10-7. and um, But I, I think this is the growing pains of a young team. They felt themselves a little. They got a little ahead of themselves. The Kansas City Charger Detroit wins. When you look at the big picture now, not quite as impressive as you think. And they got caught napping a little. Didn't play with a ton of pressure. I, did Tommy DeVito get sacked? He had time to throw. He's running around. They just got a little soft, and Matt LaFleur talked about it. Obviously, uh, extremely disappointed. Um, I think our team learned a valuable lesson in terms of you don't play your best. It doesn't matter who you're playing, where you're playing, when you're playing. You're not going to win the game. We lost the turnover battle. Weren't good enough in, in situational ball, third down, red zone. This game's about execution, and we didn't execute to the best of our ability. Yeah, that's what happens with young teams. I'll say it again, though. I didn't like this team at all in October. Jordan Love has absolutely turned a corner. I love their tight end and young receiving talent. They are really fast and really twitchy, and they've got playmakers, and they've got speed everywhere. Their defense, to me, has been inconsistent, it feels like, the last three years. I, I just feel like that's the Green Bay defense. You get great Sundays and then bad Mondays. I don't know what to make of their defense. They've got a lot of first-rounders there. This is a good team. Not a great team. They're 6-7. and seven. They're a lot like the Rams. Rams aren't a great team, but the Rams could win a playoff game. The Packers could win a playoff game. Probably not two, but I think this is just part of growing pains for a young team. You go on the road, now you're a favorite, feeling yourself, and don't play very well. J-Mac with the news. No, 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 no. Turn on the news. This is the Herdline News. You know, Packers fans are just devastated by that loss, Colin. They, they had a legit chance to catch the Lions. It's over now. Looks like the Vikings, schedule-wise, have a better shot at the playoffs than the Packers. I don't That's, know. I, mean, I, I don't trust Nick Mullins, but how can you trust the Packers after that collapse? First of all, you, you got to be Jordan Love. First of all, they had a touchdown to the corner. They settled for a field goal. There was a foot out. They had another touchdown that got, remember, the, the receiver got stripped. Yeah. I thought Jordan Love did his job. He got a tight. This should have been an ugly road win for the Packers. Jordan Love did his job. So you have to feel great about that. Tommy DeVito ran around all night and picked up yeah, yards. Tommy yeah. DeVito ran around. He's, okay. I mean, the guy, the guy applied for another waiver in college because he's like, I'm not going to make the NFL. Let me stick around. They were like, no. Like, dude. That's a brutal loss for the Packers. I, when they're rolling like that, I don't know, Kyle. I, but speaking of brutal losses, Justin Herbert, as they just announced, he will have surgery on his fractured finger and is done for the year. Uh, it happened in the second quarter against the Broncos. Second finger, finger injury of the year uh, for Justin Herbert. And Colin, Easton Stick will take over as the full-time starter so we can officially stick a fork in the Chargers. No need to watch them. Especially Thursday night against the Raiders. Please. Well, they, you're gonna—they're gonna make a, a, a coaching change. This, it, a coaching it's time change. to this take a, a big swing at coach. I don't know if it's Harbaugh. I don't know what it is, but let, let's let's not keep giving it to like assistants that we hope can be yeah. the Brandon Staley thing. The guy had like four years of coaching experience. Brian Dable was sitting there, but you were gonna have to pay him real money. Giants are on a heater with Tommy DeVito. 
Look at the Chargers with Justin Herbert, who had, this is a lost season for him. He's totally regressed. Yeah, I'll say this. I just took a glimpse at their free agents, Colin. Looks like six starters are free agents. I don't know if Austin Eckler, that ship looks like it sailed. Yeah. Even his backup, Josh Kelly's a free agent. What the heck happened to Derwin James this year? Bosa's hurt. Like, they got a lot of questions. They went from maybe the best roster in the league well, to... Well, you're, you're paying Justin Herbert. You got to get cheaper. First of all, Derwin James... Again, Dude, I, I'd move, I'm not paying a safety that I'd move off. Austin Eckler like him. You know, some of this is coaching. Uh, I'd move off that. They're, they're, I think you know, there's a couple guys I like. Even their left tackle now, who was great. When you have a bad coach, everybody regresses. Even their great left tackle has had a bad year. Yeah. Herbert had a bad year. Come on, give me a break. This is not about anything other. We saw Nat Hackett to the Broncos. Same players with Sean Payton. Suddenly you watch Denver and you're like, oh, Denver's got good dudes. Chargers have plenty of good players. But when your left tackle, your quarterback, and your star running back all regress. Really? You think they all got bad? This is a holistic issue. The entire organization, they got to get a new staff. I, I and stop giving Mike, it to assistants. Yeah, Mike Williams, Corey Lindsley. Like, this team is going to look vastly different next year. And let's be real, Broncos are in better shape right now going forward than the Chargers. Well, they Chargers. have Sean Payton, so yeah. that helps. Uh, next up. Listen, Will Levis needs more shine, Colin. What a comeback. Down 14 <laughs> with three minutes left. And the rookie who uh, had a brutal thick six back uh, in the first quarter yeah. uh, and then had the terrible pitch to Derrick Henry. Like, he, you look at those plays, you're like, how do they win this game with the turnover he margin? Gives you, he gives you a lot of everything. He'll give you a couple of big-time throws. He He's a rookie quarterback. Like It's like Anthony Richardson. Like, you watch him on some plays, and you're like, Anthony Richardson's insane. Okay. And then you watch him on other ones, and you're like, oh, Anthony Richardson is insane. Okay. Like, this is what young quarterbacks do. They have horrible plays and great plays, and that's Will Levis. But we haven't seen any great plays from Bryce Young at all. Well, that's I mean, a different, yeah. Just watch the season. Will Levis looks better than Bryce Young. And here's what uh, Levis had to say after the win. This is a big confidence booster for us, for sure. I mean, this is not the you know record we would hope to have at this point in the season. Um, not the position we'd hope to be in um, in the playoff race and all that. But all we can do is just keep pushing. And we talked about that all week. And we had opportunity to come and, and spoil their party, and um, you know, be a really good football team and build confidence going forward. And, and I'm so glad we were able to do that. This is one of those games where you're like, I think he's got to get the look next year as a starter. Oh, like, he will be. Yeah. I, I don't know if he's going to be good, but I think this kind of come back on the road against an elite team in the well, AFC? The knock on him at Kentucky, if you talk to SEC fans, good arm, moved well, supposed to be a smart guy, Very but he would, judgment, you would make these terrible throws. Well, a lot of rookie quarterbacks make terrible throws. So, uh, C.J. Stroud is an outlier where he comes in, he's good immediately. You can go... You can go to Peyton Manning's early career. A lot of interceptions. You can go to John Elway's early career. So I'm, I'm not comparing him to those guys. But I think you, we, you have to kind of write off year one for a quarterback. Like just, I mean, Mahomes, they wouldn't even put him on the field until the last week of the year. So it's like Will Levis, his college and pro career tells you he uncorked some really bad throws. Yeah. But... What, you're gonna go back to Tannehill at no. some point. You gotta you gotta go with a kid. If if you had told me before the game that Derrick Henry would have 34 yards rushing, and the Titans would lose the turnover battle three to one, I'm telling you that the Dolphins cover for me, and I'm I'm very happy. Uh, Colin, that's an amazing victory for Willow. I'm I'm super impressed. Uh, final story. Let's get back to Kadarius Tony and that offsides penalty that negated the the touchdown of the year, according to Colin Cowherd. Um, the team didn't bury Tony after the game, but
Andy Reid did confirm Tony did not check with the official before the play. Normally, he looks over to the sideline and just gets an okay. Um, and on that one, he just happened not to. So that would be the coaching point. Just make sure you check. Make sure you check with the guy on the on the side just to see if you're aligned. I mean, he's not lining up off sides on purpose. He makes plays when he has the ball in his hand, and, um, and that that that's the important part. He's a young guy. I mean, he, uh, this is he doesn't have it. He's not coming to us with a ton of experience. So, um, but I think he's getting better uh, every week. Yeah. I mean, they can't move off him because he's a playmaker. He is really talented. Now, he's immature. He makes mistakes. He drops a lot of passes. But this offense right now, I mean, if I told you Kadarius Tony in a playoff game had a touchdown, and it, you know. He was good in the Super Bowl. Yeah, he had a couple he, plays. Yeah, no, he's. They need. Because Sky Moore, to your oh. point, you said this a month ago, there's just no there there. Watson, it's like the two guys, Rasheed Rice and Tony, are guys that make people miss. Yeah. So you. Your margins, when you pay your quarterback a lot, you got to roll the dice and get cheaper. And so they're young and cheap at receiver, and these are the growing pains of it. You just got to deal with it. So to go back to Tony's offsides, I know Reed said that he did not signal. And you, yesterday, what was your official take on? Well, I, they've called this 11 times this year. They called it once last year. So I think the officials need to do a better job because what you don't want is star quarterbacks late in game doing amazing things. And you go, yeah, we, we didn't line up right. So there's a piece of video on the internet where he looked over to the official or to the sidelines, but he didn't necessarily, like, take any advice or move. So it's a penalty. I'm not denying that. But I do think the officials should do whatever they can in these late-game situations to say, hey, everybody, let's get lined up right. Just instructive commentary. Guys, let's get lined up right. Uh, you, you, there's a reason that players do this because they want to check to the official. Hey, mm-hmm. Mr. Official, am I lined up right? Sometimes you got a helmet on. You look okay. down. You're not sure. That, that's fair. So last night at my my hoops game, a guy comes up and says, "I heard your discussion with Cowherd, and you've got to ask him this: Does that apply to the defense too? Because sometimes the nose tackle, defensive tackle, D Ford." They are sometimes lined up in the neutral zone. Should the referees then say to the defense, too, hey, hey, you got to back up. Does that apply or just the offense? No, I mean, I, I... I mean, it was a great point. I was like, I had not considered. Do you have to go both ways, offense and defense, to give them a heads up in your series? I think it's just... Here's what I think. I think it's um, it's instructive. So, what? What again, it's sometimes like a parent. You know, I mean, you want to give your kids a fair chance at success. If they don't succeed, it's on your kids. But I think you want to give everybody a fair shot here to say, hey, guys, guys, because remember this, you, you are wearing a helmet. You have bars in front of your eyes. The helmet adds three or four inches on top of your head. So I, you've worn a football helmet. I have. Sometimes a guy will look down. You're not quite lined up. Help guys get the play right to start. I mean, officials do wait till everybody's there. They put the ball down. You, you want to get the play off. Now, if a guy jumps off sides, different. If a guy's illegal motion, you, you only have line you have 12 men on the field. That's different. But I just, I think the league should do a better job with a minute and a half left. And it's chaotic to begin with, making sure the ball is placed, making sure people are lined up. I, again, I'm not outraged by the outcome. He was off sides. But God, these late game situations, the these moments, oh no, guy's foot was three inches over. It's like, really? That's where we're at? And another thing about the NFL this year and the officiating, how many times have you watched the game, they throw a flag, and the official comes over and says, yeah, there's no penalty. 
So so what you're doing this year is you're not instructing in late game situations like you did in previous years, and now you're calling stuff that doesn't exist. It has not been a great year for officiating, and I'm not somebody that annually loses any sleep over that. And like it, it, officiating is what it is, but this has been a particularly bad year. Hey, you know who didn't complain about officiating Sunday? McVeigh. If you, have you seen the re- replays of the punt return? One very clear block in the back, like right at the start of it. McVeigh didn't whine. McVeigh didn't cry. It happens. I get it. You know, somebody in Kansas City apologized. Patrick yesterday. Mahomes cried on the side. Well, let's hope, right? Wow. Mm. <laughs> now you're just being obnoxious. <laughs> J Mac with the news. Well, that's the news. And thanks for stopping by. The Herd Lie News. So, uh, you know, this Shohei Otani situation is really interesting. So, for years and years, from 1999 to 2013, the Yankees had the highest opening day payroll. And baseball celebrated it. I mean, I worked at ESPN at the time for some of those years. Oh, everybody loved it. Baseball is Red Sox-Yankees. They celebrate the Subway World Series. Now the Yankees don't have the most money. The Dodgers do. They charge the most for beer. They average 10,000 more fans per game, and those aren't cheap tickets. 10,000 more fans per game than the second best attended baseball team. The Dodgers are the baseball's biggest bank. What they did with Otani deferring his payments, it was legal. He wanted to win. He didn't in Anaheim. It was his choice. So Los Angeles is a really good place for baseball's biggest star. This is what Los Angeles does. I mean, think about how big New York is. There's only two sports stars in the city, Aaron Judge and Aaron Rodgers, and one of them's past his prime and hurt. Chicago doesn't even have one. Sorry, Zach Levine doesn't count. In Los Angeles, we've got over 20. Our college football quarterback, Caleb Williams, is all over commercials. As sports and entertainment have merged in North America and globally, Los Angeles is an incredibly attractive city. The most attractive city. They market. They promote. They get you on television. It is a great place. The Yankees dominated the offseason and acquisitions for years. Now the Dodgers do. And, and it's not just in baseball. The Clippers have four stars. The Lakers have two. That's just the way it works. LeBron chose the Lakers. At the time, they were a poorly run mess of a franchise. His net worth within three years doubled. He is worth a billion dollars now. You're not doing that in Cleveland. Otani is perfect. This is a perfect deal. He is a superstar. It is a brilliantly run winning franchise in a city that knows how to market. Perfect symmetry. One, two, and three. A star in the right city and a great organization surrounding him with stars. Right? Deferring payment so they can add more stars. If this was a Cincinnati or a Kansas City, it'd be a triple-A roster and one giant chandelier in the middle of the mansion. This is the way it should work, and nobody complained when the Yankees had the Yes Network $400 million a year cable network advantage and nobody could compete. At that time, with the Yankees' history, that was the best place for stars. And now the Dodgers are. Perfect. Great franchise, great player, and a city that knows how to market.
three for three. Be sure to catch live editions of The Herd weekdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific. Polly Fusco here with Tony Fusco. Yo. Of course, you know us as the host of the number one rated show in all of sports talk, the Polly and Tony Fusco Show. Yeah. Now, the suits at Fox Sports Radio gave us this airtime because they wanted us to tell you how great our show is. Why? Yeah, instead of us doing that, let's just let our millions of fans do the talking. Yeah, play the tape. You don't know crap about sports. I mean, why am I even on this crap? Whoa, 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 whoa. That's the wrong tape. Wrong tape. Just forget that. Look, listen to the Paulie and Tony Fusco Show on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Angie's List is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Gotta get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. With just a few taps on the app, you can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. It's your one-stop shop. Angie can help you find the best price for your project by comparing quotes from multiple pros in just a few taps or book services at an up front price based on local data. They get the difficulties that can come with home projects. They get it. Why not make it as simple as possible? Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com or download the app today. This is Jeff T from the Club 520 Podcast. You'll know when you get it. It'll say eBay, authenticity, guarantee. You'll feel it because when it comes to your feet, eBay has your back. Maybe it's a head-turning pair for hooping or a hot new collab. Whatever you're after, when you cop on eBay, you can trust that your kicks will be checked by experts, not just any expert, sneaker experts who live and breathe the culture. Real people with real hands-on authentication experience. That's when Blue Checkmark represents on our listing. eBay authenticity guarantee, meaning every inch, stitch, sole, logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. So when you finally step into those grill kicks, you'll realize the feeling is unlike any other. And with eBay authenticity guarantee, the feeling of real is always within reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. America's Game of the Week, Dak Prescott and the Cowboys. Take on Josh Allen and the Bills. Check for the games in your area Sunday on Fox. You were right. That is the bet of the week. Buffalo at home, minus two and a half. Not much longer. <laughs> yeah, it's moving up now. Wait, it's up to two and a half. Well, it was when I Let's saw pick it yesterday. them yesterday when I was grilling you on this. No, it's the audience a, needs to tune in every day, Colin. There's no way around. <laughs> so uh, there, it's actually there's been some really it's a, it's a favorite week. There's some interesting favorites mm-hmm. this week. Also, if you notice, I, I've, I've we both had I've had three straight winning weeks. One of the things I've leaned on, and it's becoming harder and harder, is just take an elite quarterback in these close games. Now I didn't last week. I took Flacco over 
uh, Trevor Lawrence because I didn't think he would play. So it would have burned me if I would have taken Trevor Lawrence. But is I, I'm I'm getting to a point now where I'm just trusting the quarterback or the offensive coach. Like I'm watching some of these defensive coaches, these offenses with backup quarterbacks can't pick up first down. Well, Vrabel last night, defensive coach was pretty darn good against Tua. I mean, I, I'm still mystified. I had Dolphins last night in the contest, gave it out here on the show. I'm stunned. Okay, so I'm going to give you something that's uh, kind of shocking. So uh, I don't understand quite why. I guess we do this all the time. Why isn't Kyle Shanahan the favorite to win coach of the year? He crushed Mike McCarthy in Dallas, and Mike's had a great year. He crushed Nick Sirianni in Philadelphia. They blew past McVay and the Rams, a a better-than-you-think team and a coach having a great year. And he's in first place with Brock Purdy going away. So everybody goes, D'Amico Ryan's. Well, they're seven and six and lost to the Jets and the Panthers. So let's slow down. And I like D'Amico Ryan's. Well, what about Dan Campbell? The Lions are completely reeling. They do not look well coached defensively. What about Shane Steichen? Deserves credit, but they're seven and six. So one of the things that McVay and Shanahan have to deal with a lot is replacing great assistants. Shanahan never gets credit for that. Robert Sala, great assistant. D'Amico Ryan's, great assistant. Mike McDaniel, great assistant. You know, nobody ever considers that. He has constantly got to replace not just a coordinator, but an elite coordinator, an elite assistant. And that's really hard. The second thing is, you think there's so much stability with this offense. He's had six different starting quarterbacks. <laughs> and he just keeps winning. So, you know, if you, if you start, we, we tend to not... We just don't give him credit for, I mean, Christian McCaffrey. Great player, easily the best he's ever been. George Kittle, fifth rounder. The backups are effective. But here's a stat to blow you away. San Francisco, because you ever watch a Niners game and you wonder, why is everybody so wide open? Because Shanahan is manipulating and fooling and out-scheming even good coaches. Think about this. San Francisco averages the fewest passes per game in the NFL, and yet their quarterback is now in the running for MVP. That, my friends, is called coaching. That is called efficiency. So the San Francisco 49ers under Kyle Shanahan, think about this, are third in the NFL in passing yards with the fewest pass attempts Nobody throws it less, and only two teams get more air yards or or passing yards. That's because they fool people, and they get so many yards per completion. And we spend so much time kind of discussing, like, the the nuance of the Niners. Uh, We don't just admit they are profoundly dynamic, more efficient than anybody in the league. Miami is like a really poor man San Francisco. They got a lot of clever but they don't have the players outside of Tyreek Hill to pull it off. Um, I, I don't know why we can't acknowledge. Shanahan and McVeigh are constantly, they're, they're, they're getting poached constantly for assistance. Some of those assistants work. Some Brandon Staley Chargers don't. But nonetheless, really, really high-end assistants get poached regularly. Same for Andy Reid through the years, and Andy Reid just keeps winning. Philadelphia, Kansas City just keeps winning. So, you know, this, I, I went this morning to look at the odds for Coach of the Year, and it's like, what Shanahan's doing with Brock Purdy, do you think Brock Purdy would be doing this with Mike Tomlin or Pete Carroll? 
Do you think he'd be doing it with all these? I mean, he as good as Shane Steichen is. So, um, and I'm, I'm not in any way denying that they've got a lot to work with here. And John Lynch won Executive of the Year a couple years ago. They got a stacked roster. But, I mean, Jennings is a six-rounder. Kittle, by the way, is a fifth-rounder. They had to give up a lot, a lot of draft picks, a second, a third, a fourth, a fifth to get Christian McCaffrey. Trent Williams has started, been hurt. They gave up McGlinchey, the right tackle. So they've had some moves they've had to make. And um, Shanahan just makes it work. I, I think the other guy you have to consider... And it may be unpopular because people just don't, for some reason, uh, Russell Wilson is highly polarizing. Sean Payton's had an unbelievable year of coaching. When you look at how, look at all the things that Sean Payton had to correct. They got to fix Russ. They had to fix uh, the defense in September was a mess. They had new coaches up and down. Uh, they had to they had to go fix the offensive line. Sean Payton's had like three or four heavy lifts. And Kyle Shanahan with Brock Purdy has blown out the Cowboys, has blown out Philadelphia, has blown out a pretty good Rams team. I don't know why he's not a favorite uh, to be coach of the year. You become a victim of yourself. Phil Jackson did not win a lot of coach of the year awards, uh, you know, because the standard's so high. Well, it's Phil. I got news for you. Shaq and Kobe, pre-Phil, were young, made a lot of mistakes, and weren't winning big playoff series. Phil got there. A year later, they were winning championships. Now, I know Kobe was young and Shaq was young, but there's a reality to it. If you go watch that Michael Jordan 10-part uh, documentary, Phil Jackson came off as the smartest guy in the room in that. He came off as the smartest guy. You had a GM that resented some of the players. You had a cheap owner. You had Michael Jordan was young and shooting too much, and Scottie Pippen was a two but kind of wanted to be a one. And you had crazy Dennis Rodman, and the coach pulled it all together. Sean Payton has pulled it all together. Trey Lance, go look at these franchises who draft a first-round quarterback, and it's a bust. It doesn't look like San Francisco. He just pulls it all together. So I'm, I'm just saying, when you can be third in the NFL in total passing yards and you pass the ball less than anybody else with Brock Purdy, and it's not considered a great O-line. They have a great left tackle. It's not considered a great O-line. But when you watch Niner games, look how wide open people are regularly. That's what coaching looks like. Nick Wright, next hour. Herd hierarchy, top of next hour. I, you know, Jimmy Johnson will also stop by today. You know, I was sitting there, I read about six different articles on Shohei Otani. And it is interesting. There was a lot of pushback on all the deferred payment stuff. By the way, that was Otani's idea, and he would have done that with anybody that signed him. So, like, that was his thing. And if you live in California and you there's you don't have to pay the taxes uh, after a certain point, uh, it's where you live, not where you earn the money after like after ten years. If you defer it ten years past, I think your retirement. So it was a lot of pushback on Otani. Don't blame the Dodgers for being very very smart, <laughs> right? Like the Warriors came up with the three ball revolution. Yep. They were smarter than you. The Sixers were just drafting the biggest player available for seven years. The Warriors went the opposite. They went small ball. Chip Kelly, no huddles. Now everybody has no huddles. Don't blame people for being smarter. The Dodgers, and don't just say it's money because New York sports teams now have tons of money and they're all hot garbage. It's not just money. There's a lot of franchises with money that can't win. Teams in D.C. forever have had big money and can't win. Hour two next. 
Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. This festival and concert season will be all about the boots, and Decovis is your stop before attending your next concert. All Decovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Decovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink, and shop new styles. I love it. If you can't make it to a store, just visit tacovas.com. Stores are great, but it's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today.